Note to self as I'm editing, edit that out. <laughs> no, never. No, never. How dare you say that about me? I am late. <laughs> There's a certain part of me that's like, like, I am a power bottom. Yeah, I mean, like, who doesn't love the attention? <laughs> I mean, it's a compliment at the end of the day. Yeah. <laughs> Guys, those are things that are, like, subtle. At least with dying, okay, but, like, they what? know that you're going to kill you. But at least it's, like, very, like, up front in your face. You want to get noticed? Take it off. <laughs> Hola, bienvenidos a Gay al Punto. Hi, welcome to Gay to the Point. My name's Clarence. And my name is Antonio. Two gay guys. Talk about everything and anything. Or anyone. In a not-so-straight fashion. So, what's going on with you today? Depression. (laughs) (laughs) Great. (laughs) I love that topic. Wait, so what's going on with you today? Um, <laughs> definitely not depression. Not depression. <laughs> why? Why are you feeling depressed? <laughs> no, I think I just had like kind of a shitty week. Or no, I did have a shitty weekend. I think that just like usually this like, usually, I feel like three day weekends are hard for me. You had a three day weekend. Oh, because yeah, it's a long weekend. It's a long weekend. And I don't know whether or not it's like hard because like I think, I like. I'm like heading into it knowing that it's going to be like a three day weekend. Right. So. I don't know, but I just have a definitely notice pattern that three day weekends, not the easiest for me. Is it because you just have like a lot of like time on your hands to just like think I about think your depression so. <laughs> or I the think great so. depression? Like, <laughs> yeah, I'm usually thinking about the great depression and then I get like not greatly depressed, but just a little bit depressed because <laughs> I'm like just reminiscing mm. about something that I wasn't alive for. <laughs> but you can relate. <laughs> yeah. no i don't know um like yeah i don't know i think that probably i just have a little bit more free time so and then like i think last weekend was like crazy busy so then this week is just like a little bit like i don't know or like this weekend i just yeah have a lot of free time so then it's like in, in contrast i don't know like it's like a peak in a valley or whatever like like crazy crazy busy and then not so busy so yeah so where are you right now? Are you at the peak or at the valley? I don't know. <laughs> I'm at a lake. <laughs> Ooh. Salt water or natural water? Is that possible to have a salt water lake? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Salt Lake City. Hello, Utah. That's the thing. It is the thing. But is it because the lake is salty? That's why they named it Salt Lake City? Yeah. You don't know that. I don't know that. <laughs> but why would it be something that's false? Um, think about, um, I don't know. False? Help me think of one. <laughs> I'm not going to help you think of one. <laughs> um, but yeah, how are you doing? <laughs> what are you thinking about lately? Um, I think I'm just thinking about, you know, fall season. It's like coming up on us. Because it's false. Because <laughs> it's false. Um, leaves are falling. Um... My bank account is falling. Um, just everything to do with, like, falling. I I just feel like... Usually September is a time for me to, like, reinvent myself. 
and like a new chapter in my life just because it's also the new season when like Vogue releases like what's trendy in fashion. Do you subscribe to Vogue? I don't, but <laughs> Anna Wintour is a very close friend of mine. <laughs> but yeah. Yeah. So you're ready for fall. I'm ready for fall. You're ready to fall into fall. I'm ready to fall into that fall. That should be a category, falling into fall. Oh, like things Write about it down. fall into fall. <laughs> I keep on falling into in fall and <laughs> fall with, with the you. you. topic for today is political tangents tangent 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 tans across the board political tans across the board that doesn't make sense anymore without the context of tangent anyways anyways so um yeah political tangents political politics what do you think about politics um so I think, which is the world is going on right now, I had my very first COVID scare. <gasps> you did, actually. That was a lie. I did. I fucking had to get COVID tested. Did, did you... they have to do the thing where it's behind your eyeball? Yeah. It's actually, actually? Yeah, it's really painful. It's like... They really have to do that? Yeah, they go through my nostril. No, you're lying. No, now. it's true. Now you're go... lying. Okay, well, what are you going to believe? My voice or someone else's voice? Someone else's voice. Okay, well, that's your prerogative. <laughs> okay, so explain to me your lie. Okay, my lie is... <laughs> um, so I had to go to the clinic, the walking clinic, to get tested. And then, actually, fortunately, I went very early in the morning, and I didn't have to wait that long. But I had to get, like, this freaking nose swab that went up to my nostril and to the back of, like, my nasal passages. And they had to twist the Q-tip around for 10 seconds. Wait, so then the pain is not necessarily, like, because I know that there's no pain receptors in your eye. But the pain was actually going through the hole that goes between your nostril to your eye. Yeah. Well, it's, like, almost, think about, like, if you're picking your nose and then just, like, thinking how far you can go. Thou times that by like 10 because it can go even further and then but like okay but on a like scale of like 1 to 10 how painful was this like is it the same thing as like you know when you're getting like your HIV like test or whatever and then or like when you're getting your blonde drawn and it's just the idea of it is more painful than actually doing it no it's actually more painful than actually legit real life I think like if you're getting like a needle to get your testing done it's like a 2 out of 10 this one is probably like a 6 out of 10 it's painful because I, it's just so invasive. It's right. just like going in there because you think that they're going to stop. Because then you know how far you can pick up your nose, but then it goes even further. I don't. I don't do that. Well, you should try. <laughs> I'm going to try. I'm going to try to reach the back of my eyeball. <laughs> you should do it with like your like pinky finger because it's the smallest. <laughs> mm, but it's also the shortest. Yeah. That's why you should do two pinky fingers at the same time. <laughs> Was it easy to get tested? Yeah. The thing, though, the shitty thing is, like, waiting. Like, I had to wait probably, like, half an hour outside in line, and then, like, another maybe, like, 20 minutes just to get tested because there was only one free, doctor. free, though. It was free. So I feel like that's, like, you can't really complain about that. If yeah. it's, like, even if it took a little bit of time because it's, like, a free service by the government of Canada. Thank you, government of Canada. Thank you, Daddy Trudeau. <laughs> uh, I wish he was giving us more money. 
Yeah, that would. I mean, I didn't get any money, so like, I just wish he gave me some money. <laughs> <laughs> well, that was your fault for not being on CERB. That was not my fault. That was my employer's fault. Thanks for giving me a job. <laughs> <laughs> I think it was also the fact I felt bad because I was also supposed to work that Thursday and Friday, and then I got called. I couldn't come into work, so they had to like figure out. You couldn't shit. get called into work while you were getting tested. No. So you just. But that was like your own doing. What do you mean my own doing? Or you are not allowed to. I'm not allowed to. Oh. I even told them, because then, like, Friday, like, around noontime, I, I was talking to my GM being like, oh, like, I am scheduled to work the next morning. I still don't know, but I can work. I feel good to work, but I just didn't, didn't get my results, results yet. Back. And then she was like, no, like, it's actually just, like, policy for us to, like, know that, like, we have to receive your confirmation as a negative, then you can come back to work. Because right, we right. just don't know now. And I mean, which is not... I feel like it's good, though, no? No, it definitely is good. I just feel like, well, you don't necessarily need to put all of that pressure on being that sick. Because at the same but time... But do you think that's a bad thing, though, that they put like that kind of pressure? Is that like what you're thinking? Yeah, because I want money. <laughs> I want to work. <laughs> oh, my God. That's where it got political. Yeah. I was waiting for it, because it was just like, my question was going to be about... Like, why is Corona political? Because like, we are talking about political tensions. Yeah, because the money. Because <laughs> politics is money. I mean, is it not? I feel I like mean, most of like, the time it's. Like, I don't know what. Are, like, what's your definition of politics? I mean, my definition of politics is like people, white men, who sit around, <laughs> just no, white men. Politics mean white men. Who sit around and make the decisions <laughs> and how we should spend our money. So that's what politics is about. <laughs> and this is what Corona means to us right now. In and you put your right foot up. And that's what politics is all about. Exactly. I kind of feel like with like this whole thing or whatever, it's like people like you know there's like uh, groups of people and then some side of it is just like okay it's like be concerned about the community could be concerned about the public and stuff like that and that's often associated with kind of a more left-wing kind of viewpoint whereas like the right-wing kind of viewpoint is like me myself i'm concerned about the money that i'm making me myself and i yeah exactly so when beyonce was singing about that song she was being a conservative right wing political puppet. <laughs> I thought you were going to say puppy. And I'm She's like, a oh. puppy. Yeah. No. Anyways. So I feel like when you're saying that, like, um, like, I can't, like, because the thing is, like, I kind of get it or I can kind of relate to it. The fact that you're concerned about, like, money right. in terms of, like, okay, if you're not too sure whether or not you have COVID, it's like, it's like, the law is that you have to kind of not, or their policy is that you have to not take that risk or whatever. But at the same time, it's like upsetting to you because like at the end of the day, it affects your bottom line. Well, yeah, it definitely does because I know what government is trying to dictate and help you and to be better for the community by not showing up to work if you have the symptoms. But at the end of the day, like especially if CERB is like not going to be there if you do just have the minor symptoms of it, like, then you can't show up to work. Yeah. I mean, the thing is, I do feel like if you were to actually, like, properly get sick and not be able to go back to work, you would have been able to claim CRB again. I think. You can? I think so. Because really? it's like, if you're, like, if you can't work because of 
COVID or something like that. That's but like even if we're like just this two weeks and stuff like that? Probably. I don't know. Just Ask Daddy Trudeau. Daddy Trudeau, if you're listening to our podcast right now, please answer our <laughs> questions about CERB. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't know. I don't know. But either way. Yeah, but, like, I don't know. Like, I guess my point is about, like, you know how, like, you're thinking about in terms of, like, your bottom line, the money that you make. I guess it just, like, brings into question, like, all this, like, stuff about, like, not to say that I agree with it at all, but just, like, you know, like, people in the States where just, like, we need to get back to work. Right. You know what I mean? Like, that's just kind of, like... And yeah, call and it call it short sighted or whatever. Right. But like at the end of the day, it's just kind of like their main concern is themselves. I don't necessarily agree with it, but also at the same time, like I don't think that people necessarily like people in some situations don't necessarily have where I can sympathize is people don't necessarily have the luxury of not of just being like okay with it, right? You know what I mean, or of just being okay with not working. Right. And that's like, and that's kind of hard. I don't really know what to say to that. You know what I mean? Like, and then also like, I think that in, I don't know, I guess I was talking to like Sean, a friend who lives in Colombia. And she was saying that like the poor people, it's just kind of like, well, they don't really necessarily have the luxury of like quarantining and not like, you know, like isolating themselves. Yeah. And, yeah. and like not working or giving up work because of this, because if they don't work, it's just like, then they're going to die because right. they don't have enough money to pay for food. So it's just kind of like, well, you'll just take your risk because like, if it's like what, uh, I don't know what the statistic is. I don't know, but like less than 3% of people who are under a certain age die of COVID, then you'd probably just take that risk anyways, because at the same time, if you don't work, then you're yeah, like, it's almost like for a lack of better words, like you got nothing to really like live for if you can't really work because they're all they're doing yeah. is just trying to survive. Yeah. Like, yeah. So either way, I guess like in terms of this, going back to the whole thing, I just feel like it's just kind of a point where you can just kind of see that even for yourself, you're thinking about it in terms of survival, even though that's not necessarily the case for you yet. This is not a matter of survival and non survival. Right. This is just a matter of inconvenience Kind of. You know right. what I mean? Like, we live yeah. in this country and it's not I mean, about yeah, life or death. We're, we're, we're very fortunate and privileged to the fact that, like, yeah, despite even, like, if one of us gets to get COVID, like, for be out of work for two weeks, we can sustain and survive that. Like, yeah. definitely. But. Starting it's only still, fans. Yeah. Actually, that's another topic for later. <laughs> <laughs> so, this is our political tangents. 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 <laughs> Gay sex tips for the young and the restless. Gay sex tips for the young and the restless. Gay sex tips for the young and the restless. Gay sex tips, young and the restless. Gay sex tips for the young and the restless. So this is a segment where we're giving <laughs> giving actual life advice for any upcoming life advice for any upcoming teens who are gay and just want to experience what we've experienced through our own personal sex lives because we are two amazingly gay men. 
Do you not think so? <laughs> I don't know about amazing. Um, we're okay. We're okay. But you know what? You can take it or leave it, this advice. But anyways, here we go. So dealing with mine is better than <laughs> yours. As a young gay boy, what do you mean? There, there are always going to be <laughs> times when you'll be faced with like i'll show you mine if you show me yours because you know there's other potential gay closeted kids who just want to see dicks and i think really think this out i did (laughs) let me tell talk my advice okay so let me speak my truth let me speak my truth so all i just have to say is if someone were to offer you being like i'll show you mine i'll show you yours i would just say do it because <laughs> what's the harm of seeing another penis? <laughs> Did you really think about this that well? No, I didn't. Thoughts? What's your thoughts? No, okay. Because when I read that, mine is better than yours. I was thinking about the like larger existential reality of being gay, of comparison within the gay community. Okay, okay. Tell me more. Tell me more. <laughs> tell me more. Tell me more. <laughs> Um, no, like, when you're talking about, like, comparison, that, like, the thing is, I remember hearing this, like, piece of information, which I thought was very true, is that, like, when you're gay, the thing is, like, straight people don't have this problem. They do, but not, it's not the same as for gay people. Like, people in relationships will compare themselves to their partner. The benefit that straight people have is just saying that, well, like, we're not really in direct competition because, like, she's a girl, I'm a guy. Whereas, like, when you're in a gay couple, I think what will happen is the fact that it will be a lot easier for you to compare yourself with your partner. Because you're both, like, the same gender and same sexuality. So, therefore, it's, like, kind of, it's not like you can just say, like, say, for example, it's like, oh, I feel less or more attractive than you. And I'm basing that off of how many people message me. Comparatively, like, if it was, like, a straight couple, the girl could be like, oh, yeah, like, more guys message me and... The guy could just be like, oh, well, it's just because, like, guys message girls more. You know what I mean? Whereas, like, gay guys, it's like there's a direct comparison. If you're on Grindr or any other kind of app, you can be like, I know that you get more attention than I do because of the fact that I just don't get any messages. But I just think overall think that, like, I think I just remember the advice being specifically about, like, because you're both men, it's going to be a lot easier to compare yourself to the other person. It's not like you could just default to the fact that you're just different. So in like a quick statement, what would you say to our young gay teens who are the young and restless? Just be better. (laughs) (laughs) Make sure you're the better one. (laughs) And there you have it. (laughs) (laughs) No, don't do that. Honestly, it's so hard. (laughs) Ooh, okay. I actually was excited for this one to come up. The topic is... Old guys. (laughs) (laughs) I have a lot to say about this. (laughs) So, as a young gay teen, if you ever come to experience about an older guy coming on to you, do it. (laughs) (laughs) You said it, not I. (laughs) No, I'm just saying, like, if you, as a young gay teen, feel like you want to learn more about an experience, it's always good to get a mentor which is look normally some elders. look to your elders which is usually <laughs> someone older so <laughs> do I it just, i think i from my own personal experience i feel like i've learned a lot from like just sleeping around with older guys <laughs> what most of the case is what not to do 
But hey, at least I learned what not to do. And it helped me grow, become a better person. So I think, do it. <laughs> <laughs> That's your stance. That's my stance. <laughs> my final answer. No, I actually kind of like that, though. I don't know. I feel like the thing is, like... Sorry, just another, like, deep statement about it. Okay. So they say that, like, the thing is, like, our, like in regular, like, society and life, that usually... Like, you learn about your culture and your heritage from, like, your teachers, from your parents, from blah, 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 blah. Right. For gay people, apparently, the way that we learn about gay culture is by hooking up with older guys. (laughs) See? I knew it. No! It is good. It's, like, kind of the way, and that's a pretty... Like, that, like, traditionally, as far as I understand, has been the way that we know about, like, gay tradition, gay culture, gay, like, history... All of that kind of stuff comes from the older gays. So, and how do we get to the older gays? By sleeping with them. Exactly. I mean, okay, think about the scenario. When you first lost your virginity as a young gay man, did it hook up with a younger person than you? No. No. Right? That's why you kind of feel bad for, like, all these, like... Or it's just not, like, I don't feel bad for them. I'm partly jealous. But, like, all of these younger gays now that, like, have lost their virginity to their boyfriends in high school to their boyfriends that were also virgins. Say, for example, if you're a young gay couple in high school or something like that. Right. So the only examples that you have to look for a relationship or what you think is normal is, like, all your heterosexual counterparts. Right. And as well, the stuff that's on TV, which is only, like, the nicest stuff. It's, like, the most... A PG thirteen consumable version of gay culture, right? Which is like, oh yeah, like we just met and we're the same age. But the reality of the situation is that's not historically how it's happened. No, definitely you not. hook up with a guy that's forty years older than you. That is gay culture. You're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> Next topic. Britney Spears. <laughs> My Britney's. Actually, though, that's important, though. It is important. Because I do feel like the thing is for these younger people, who is their gay icon right now? Ariana Grande? Ew. No. I feel like as a young gay teen, you definitely have to look back at your history and look at especially, specifically, Britney Spears. I mean, just look at the tra- trajectory of her life. She was this young gay <laughs> she was a gay she was young and an idol for the gays um, who like grew up and like made her career through the Mickey Mouse Club and she had like this amazing hit singles but also she was being controlled by the music industry her parents yeah, people but, told her what to do and how to be yeah but that's how also we gays relate because that's what we've been living through our lives we've been always been told what to do and how to be um, so it's always great to listen to her music because isn't she lucky? This Hollywood girl. Ta 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 ta. See, <laughs> if you don't get that reference, you need to learn. <laughs> why is why is Britney Spears so important? The question is too, like also Britney Spears compared yeah. to all the other like um the other gay icons of back in the day right well less important more important so like if you're thinking like what was it julie garland say for example who i know nothing about 
because I was born in the period of Britney Spears. Right. But like, you know what I mean? Like what made them gay icons? What made her a gay icon? And what would make, say, for example, somebody who would like a young gay would consider a gay icon, somebody like Lady Gaga or Ariana Grande. Do you think they would be less than or more than the gay icon of our time, which was Britney Spears? I feel like I don't know if it's lesser or more than. I was actually thinking about the other day too. It's like, why? How do does someone become a gay icon? And I think it's. I really mo- don't know. I really don't. You know. just, you know, you just get the good beats. <laughs> I think A is part of good beats. Okay, there's two ways I feel about this. One way is like more of a philosophical way of like, you really also the way that these icons live their own personal life, I feel like is sometimes relatable. I'm mostly talking about like Britney Spears, like a, the fact that she was young, she became a celebrity. Then she also hooked up with Kevin Federline, got bald. And then it's like, that's like very like very gay behavior of like making stupid choices and doing something drastic about it. Right. Like, I feel like that's like something that us gays relate to. And also she put a good beat to her music or whoever (laughs) her producers was. But also, that's the philosophical way I was thinking about it. The other way is, like, I really feel like just whatever gay white men have power to say that they think that they like. Because I think most of the time, gay white men is the one who... Decides the gay icons? Decides the gay icon. Really? I think so. I mean, apart... if If it was, like, other ethnicities, like, I love listening to K-pop music. I would believe that like there's this girl group called girls generation that is like so iconic to being gay all their songs are they gay friendly though i don't really necessarily know (laughs) but at the same time like was britney spears gay friendly at the time when she created her music we didn't Mm, really know know that but you know the story about what's her face donna summer right no so donna summer she was like a gay icon for like her period of time Uh she actually hated it the gays. Yeah, she hated the gays. Oh. Or she hated the title of being a gay icon, and she also hated the gays, because she was actually a devout... Or I don't know about devout, but I know that she was, like, a Christian. So then it was, like, this whole thing where it's, like, they chose her... Not Donna... Was it Donna Summer? Yeah, it was Donna Summer. So Donna Summer, actually, she doesn't... Like, she's not... She. I don't think that she really supported the gays, but the gays just made her their icon. idol. Right. And their icon. So, like... But see, that's the thing. I feel like that's the power of the gay white men. They, I feel like... Was it though? I just, I'm like, just not too sure whether or not it was like gay white men or just like gay people. It's really hard to discern because actually though, larger topic that I feel like a lot of the um, gay history is told from the perspective of gay white men. Right. So it's really hard to tell what was going on in the gay scene for like ethnicities. Anyways, Britney Spears, listen to them. Yeah them they are them they, <laughs> they she, she goes by they, they them, them now. <laughs> pronouns anyways thanks for listening i hope that you got your three dollars worth out of her <laughs> i think our that's like how we decided how much subscription to our podcast is gonna cost yeah three dollars i think that's fast like it's like it's not a loony it's not a toonie it's a three knee. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I hope that you got everything that you needed or not because we don't really care. No, it's too hard to live up to my own wants and needs. 
I can't live up to yours. <laughs> so in closing, I'd just like to say for the record, <laughs> nothing is said or said or sand in stone.